It's time for Love Talk with the Love Ladies, Kathy and Carrie. Love Talk today about the peace of the Christmas season. Hello, friends, and welcome to Love Talk. This is Coach Carrie Brinkader, and you have found the Love Ladies. And joining me from Boise, Idaho, is Kathy Underbrock. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Hey, Carrie. Hi, friends. It's great to be with you today and uh, early um, Merry Christmas, friends. I just right. loved our show last week, Carrie. I oh, my had gosh. such a fantastic time with Dr. Sebastian Viduva. And uh, friends, I am telling you, you have got to go to our lo- archives at lovetalknetwork.com and get that program, listen to that program. It's going to make a difference in your Christmas. Just like today's program, Carrie, you've put together a brilliant program. I needed it. When I was reading through the program notes, I thought, that's the message I need right now. I t- well, thank you, Kathy. I, I, I hope it comes across uh, the way that um, it's intended. And this is what God put on my heart this week. Um, a couple of weeks ago, our I, and I mentioned this last week in the show with Sebastian briefly, but our pastor preached a sermon on things like he was like, okay, it's Thanksgiving break, right? It's Christmas break. Um, and he said he had asked people kind of close to him in his circle, um, what should we be taking a break from? You know, and I guess I've really never thought about it like that. I just always thought, okay, Chris, Thanksgiving break, like we're taking a break from school, right? (laughs) But what else should we really be taking a break from? And um, his four points um, were, oh, cred, now I'm forgetting point number one. But point number two was, (laughs) well, point number two was social media, um, right? If that's something that you really struggle with. And he, and he, um, he, Related it all back to scripture. Oh, yeah. Point number one was busyness, right? Like we all, oh, we're so busy. I'm busy doing this, busy doing that. Um, But points three and four are the ones that really got to me. And honestly, my kids, they were cracking up because I was like, is he literally like talking to me? I feel like he was preaching to me, you know, and I know we've probably all sat in sermons like that. But it was um, take a break from feeling the need to control absolutely everything, and take a break from thinking that you can fix everybody else's problems. And I was like, oh, wow. my gosh. And, again, he, of course, he wrapped it all up with scripture and, and delivered it eloquently, and I would never do it justice. But as I started thinking about those things, um, God really laid on my heart this message about peace that we're going to talk about today, inner peace, with um and what that really means, body and soul, what what does that really mean to talk about the word peace? Um, because we just, we hear it so much in this season. Um, so our key verses for today, our main verse for today, John fourteen twenty seven, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Oh, my goodness. So we will break that down quite a bit today as we as we navigate this topic of inner peace, Kathy. Um, my stars, I, I, I cannot go any further without wishing my mom a happy birthday today. Today is my mom's birthday. And hi, mom. Happy birthday. I know you are listening because you are so faithful and my mom listens every single Saturday morning, and then she'll text me after the show or during the show or whatever. And so happy birthday, Mama Bear. So love you so very much, and I'm so blessed to call you 
my mom. Well, well happy birthday. Yes, happy birthday from the love ladies. We, right. You know, we have to have your mom on in 2021 and uh, just get some of the wisdom from that lady. She's such a phenomenal person. And friends, we just are so grateful that you are on with us today, whether you are uh, tuning in on the Bridge Austin at 101.1 FM or 1120 AM, or you're live streaming at the Bridge Austin uh, we just love to, to, uh, we just thank you that you're listening. We love to hear from you. If you want to visit our Facebook page, we are setting up, um, our program series for 2021 and putting together some incredible guests and some topics that, uh, I think we all need. And we'd love to hear from you. If there's a topic that you would like to, um, have us, have a special guest on or a topic that you would like us to discuss, Visit us at Facebook at Love Talk Radio, and you'll see a, a picture on our, if you've got the right page, you'll see a picture of the First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison, and Coach Carrie Brinkater, and myself, Kathy Enderbrock. And you can go in and leave a comment for us. Let us know maybe what your favorite program was in 2020 and what you'd like us to do a program on in 2021. And now, Carrie, I'll have to tell you, when I first read um, the program title, it said Inner Peace, Body and Soul. And I thought, oh, boy, that yes. is so secular. And right. then I started right. reading through it, and I thought, oh, my gosh, the Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of the um, the scripture in Isaiah, and we had mentioned it last week, where it says, unto us, a child is born unto us, a son is given, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. And I thought, wow, when we know the Prince of Peace, when the Prince of Peace is dwelling in our heart, of course, as Christians, we are going to have inner peace. But what I love so much that you drew out in this program and I'm just giving our listeners a little teaser here, is how intricately God has connected us, mind, body, and soul, or mind, body, and spirit, where this peace is so important for us to have for our mental health, for our physical health, for our spiritual health. And this Christmas, when we talk about peace, that is a core element of what Christ uh, brought at Christmas time, friends. So if you are feeling troubled, if you are feeling anxious, if you are feeling fearful, you need to be listening to this program and connecting with the Prince of Peace. I knew, you know what, Kathy? It's so funny you said that. I knew as soon as I sent you the title of the show, you were gonna, you you were gonna think that. Like, gosh, Carrie, that sounds so secular. I just, I just knew it, and and it does. And that's why I titled it this because. Um, I, I, I don't want us to discount what happens to us inside of our own bodies physically. Okay. Um, whenever we are experience, experiencing huge amounts of stress and inner turmoil, it's real. It's, it's absolutely real. And if we trace it back to scripture, um, then uh, we can get a, a really good perspective. So anyhow, I'm 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 loving how you keep me in check, and I'm loving how I feel like I'm getting to know you really well. So that's that's good. That's another good thing after all these years, my friend. Um, oh goodness, Kathy, I cannot believe that we are 13 days from Christmas. 
Um, here we are about to wrap up 2020. I, I think everyone's just like skipping into this new year, <laughs> right? Um, you know, basketball season's been a little odd for us here, you know, having some games canceled and things like that um, and not really getting to play as much as I think we would like. Is, is Faithy experiencing that too with, with basketball season or are you guys just <laughs> full bore ahead? Oh, Carrie, we just had two games canceled this last week, and she was so disappointed because the girls were practicing so hard, and they just, you know, athletes love to compete. Absolutely. And and so for me, you know, for me, I was like, you know, if I was ever practicing for a volleyball game or something like that, and it, it were ever to get canceled... I'd be like, oh, cool, I have a free weekend or I don't have a late night on Thursday. (laughs) But for Faithy, Mm -hmm. oh, she hates it. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know, someone just took away a present or something, you know. It's like I just took away one of her stuffed animals and said she couldn't have it, you know. So, yeah, we have been going through that. And, um, and you know, I think kind of the, the biggest thing for us is, uh, with all of the changes, Aaliyah had just this horrific finals at, at Baylor. She never got a break from Thanksgiving, um, into, into finals period. And usually what Baylor does is they give them a week off between when classes end and when finals begin so they can kind of take a break. And she did not get that this year. And so she's actually going to be home, uh, in just two days. And she's like, I am exhausted mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's going to be here we're just going to get to cheer her up and repair and uh have a really nice time getting to spend some time with her and i think we're going to head up to this little town called mccall up here in idaho and just get some skiing in and relax and like you said take a break mm-hmm. and unwind mm-hmm. yeah you know i i think even even if we did I don't know how to phrase this, get a chance to kind of unplug or relax, you know, because it was mandated to us this year. I still think that has caused a lot of stress. Obviously, it's caused a lot of stress. You know, people have lost wages. Um, you know, people have literally, there's been segments of our society that have been absolutely wiped out. You know, our amazing producer, Gavin, one of it, one of his passions is music and, and, and production and TV. And, uh, you know, some of the things that he has done all these years have just been wiped out. And so, I, I mean, it's been sad. For a lot of people. And so just to be able to, um, I don't know, come back to center, I think, for this holiday Christmas season is very, very important. Um, well, Kathy, um, you know, I mentioned our, our main verse for today, our secondary verse, Second Thessalonians 3.16. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. Let me say that again a little slower. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. And so peace at all times in every way. Golly, how do we even know what that means? So, Kathy, you know, 2020 nuts, crazy, frustrating, yet at times it's been slower, less hectic, maybe more thought-provoking. So this principle of peace, or really inner peace, has been resonating with me. Um, during this time of year, we talk about peace. We sing about peace. We write about it. We preach about it. Um, we talk about peace between nations and people groups and within our country. But how often do we really talk about peace within our own self? 
piece is mentioned 353 times in the Bible. So it's, it's bound <laughs> to be pretty important. There's peace with God. You know, he gives us this when we establish a relationship with him. Peace with, there's peace with others. And if we don't have peace with others, it, it's conflict, right? Mm-hmm. And then peace within ourselves, this quietness or serenity that comes when we learn to live in a harmonious relationship with ourselves. And I know that sounds secular, but the more we get into this today, I, I, you'll see how biblical this is. So, Cassie, Kathy, when you think of the word peace, what comes to mind this time of year? You know, I always think of that scripture, peace on earth and goodwill to men, mm-hmm. um, that the angels announced uh, when they appeared announcing the birth of Christ. I just, I mean, for me, Christmas and peace just go hand in hand. And, you know, friends, I know you're out there saying, how can you talk to me about peace? I've just, I'm about to lose my business. Or Mm -hmm. how can you talk to me about peace? Mm -hmm. I have cancer. Friends, let me tell you, whatever you are going through, the Prince of Peace, the Lord of Peace can give you peace in the midst of it. And Carrie, I think are we we're about having to go to break right now, aren't we? We About a minute and a half. We're, wow. Okay. Well, I have misset my clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so friends, this is what I want to tell you that when you're in the midst of this and you are feeling like I I am not in a position to have peace. This is what I love about this verse that uh, Carrie shared from 2 Thessalonians that the Lord of peace himself will give you peace at all times in every way. And and when we live out the message of Christmas, peace on earth, peace in our lives, peace within us, is here to stay. It's a residing, abiding peace. And we think about the peace on earth and this, this, um, and mercy mild that, that this, this Christmas verse, God and sinner reconciled. Peace with God is what we talk about when we talk about being a peacemaker and talking about peace within us and the peace that God intended. First and foremost, we are talking about peace with the God of the universe that mm-hmm. he's made possible through his son, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love that when we do get in, Carrie, and we go to church, um, we have this Advent wreath. And the principles around that Advent wreath, ad, Advent wreath are hope love, joy, and peace. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, friends, if you are having a struggling time right now, finding peace within this Christmas season, we're going to talk to you towards the end of the program about how to find a church and get to that church and Mm -hmm. step into the peace that God says is yours in Jesus Christ, regardless of the situation that your life is in. Absolutely. Friends, when we return to Love Talk, more about this topic of inner peace and a little insight into Kathy and I and how we find that or how we struggle with that when we return to Love Talk right after this. And welcome back, friends, to Love Talk. This is Kathy Endebrock, and in studio today is Coach Carrie Brinkater, and we are talking about 
Christmas peace, inner peace, body and soul, and how we can find it, step into it in an, in an abiding way this Christmas and every day of not only the remaining years of uh, the remaining days of 2020, but the new year in 2021. Well, friends, whether you are listening to us on the Bridge Austin at 101.1 FM, 1120 AM, or if you are streaming online at thebridgeaustin.com, welcome to today's program. We love to have you. And we want to just tell you, come and visit us on our Facebook page at lovetalkradio.com. If you pull up the right page, you'll see a picture of the First Lady of Love, Miss Evelyn Davison, standing next to Coach Carrie Brinkater and myself, Kathy Endebrock. We're your three love ladies that are with you every Saturday at 8 a.m., and we love to hear from you. We're putting together our 2021 lineup, and we like to hear uh, what you would like us to cover, what topics you would like to us to cover, and if there's any special guests that we haven't had in 2020 that you'd like us to have in 2021, you just shoot us a line. We'd love to add that to our lineup. Well, so Carrie, we're talking all about, uh, Christmas peace and inner peace. And, and, um, you know, you are definitely a, a confident person. And I know that confidence is tied to inner peace. Did you ever have a time in your life that inner peace was was lacking or you were just struggling to find it? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I have to search for it on a daily basis sometimes. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I guess from everybody else's perspective or most people's perspective, they do see me as a self-assured, confident joyful person and that that is who I am most of the time Um, but there's definitely been times in my life and there are times in my life where this inner peace this struggle this turmoil um, bubbles up like um, with coaching I mean just so many times just just this doubting you know am I doing the right thing am I am I making the right decisions am I handling these things the right way um, which causes a lot of inner turmoil. And I guess the thing right now that I kind of struggle with the most is, you know, raising teens, right? Kathy, you know, we didn't oh, yeah. have to deal with all the, the phone stuff and the social media stuff and and all of that. We didn't have to deal with all that. And you and I have talked about that on the show. We've talked about it um, off air as well. You know, how do we navigate certain things with our teens? Because it's just so different. And um, as they navigate and as they, um, you know, try to figure out who they are in Christ and what Christ made this made them to be in this world, I think for me, I I look back and I'll be like, okay, am I am I giving them what they need? Am I showing them Jesus? Am I showing them joy? Am I showing them uh, what it what it really means to walk in in the way of the Word? Um, you know, they have all this knowledge, right? Um, they have biblical knowledge. I mean, my kids could probably debate um, lots of people and, and do very, very well uh, with their knowledge of Scripture. But is it hidden in their heart? And so these things cause me a bit of angst sometimes as we navigate waters and as we um, try to figure out how to move forward with um, with certain parenting issues. And and so this verse in John really gives me um, hope. It gives me uh, a sense of calmness when it says, The peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, but I'm not going to give it to you as the world gives. 
because we look at what the world says peace is. This statement by by Jesus, it implies that his peace is just vastly different than the peace that we seek from the world. So, so how is this even possible? Because, I mean, the Bible says that his ways are not our ways. So how do we even grasp this concept? Is it even possible to find peace when we live in this world of unrest and uncertainty and, and suffering and sin? Well, it, you know, it reminds me of uh, a scripture, and I wish I, I had the reference. I can always find it over our break. It says, um, you know, all around you, they're going to say, peace, peace, yet mm. truly there is no peace. And mm. the world definitely defines peace very differently yes. than how Christ uh, defines peace. And, you know, I'll have to tell you when, you know, that, that exact same question that I asked you that, you know, have you ever had a time in your life where inner peace was really lacking you know, I was thinking about that question myself, and I remember especially in my 20s, kind of mm. all through my 20s, you know, I had I had faith in God, but I did not have a really active, engaged relationship with him. I, I would say, you know, that the Prince of Peace resided in my heart, but I didn't engage with him. I didn't seek his help. I didn't, you know, I didn't even acknowledge that he was there, and I always found myself making these decisions and I thought why did I just do that why did I make that decision right what am I thinking mm-hmm. and I remember I would I would be doing something in the middle of something and thinking why am I doing this this is not right I should not be doing this mm-hmm. and you know I, I just I always felt conflicted I felt I felt at turmoil inside mm-hmm. you know just all through my 20s and it wasn't until my late 20s that I really um, realized that I didn't have that engaged, active relationship with the Lord. And even though I had grown up all my life hearing prayer, I had never engaged in prayer. I had never engaged in that in that relationship, talking mm-hmm. with God and seeking God. And um, it was this this gal at a church in um, Australia. Her name was Joanne. She was the pastor's wife, and she went through this Bible study with me. And she basically kind of held my hand and and um, got me to start praying myself and taught mm-hmm. me to pray, even though I had seen it modeled all my life. And so now I'll tell you, Carrie, if I find myself in this place where I don't have peace where I feel like it's just lacking when I feel like I have anxiety or fear or I'm losing my confidence in the victory and power that I know is mine in Jesus Christ I can I can really quickly consistently look and say all right yep my prayer life is is it is lacking I've taken my eyes off of God and I've put my eyes on the world mm-hmm. and this one scripture in Romans 8:6 It's been so convicting to me. It says the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. And so I know that whenever my mind starts going and and feeling conflicted or starts going after anxiety, I start I I have to come back and go, okay. I, my mind is on the wrong things. It's not on the things of God. And as, and then it kind of is like a little, um, 
uh, I don't know, like a, a, a kick in the backside for me, Kath, you need to go spend time and just pray and and engage in your relationship with the Lord and get your eyes on the right place and get your eyes off of the world. I, I love that. It's all full circle, right? You know, yeah. um, and I think as Americans, we think that peace is found in, in things and in items and in, in material material possessions or it's found in circumstances, right? If this circumstance is, is, is just perfect the way I envision it, I'll, I'll be peaceful. That'll, that'll make me happy, right? That, that, that'll bring me peace. Well, you know what? I mean, the, our scriptures today tell us, um, they tell us where peace is not found. That is for sure. And it's <laughs> not found in the world. It's not found, um, truly by ourself it's not found in circumstances or comfort all of which we tend to seek that i mean that's that's what we do right mm-hmm. um if i could just have the, this situation turn out like this that'll bring me peace christ has made it clear just like you just said kathy in his word that the peace we seek it's bought assured and sustained by christ alone period mm-hmm. that peace that 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 we're searching for, we only find in Christ. Um, so here's some, I, I found this pretty interesting, some worldly definitions of peace, okay? As a noun means freedom from disturbance or tranquility, right? A state or a period in which there is no war or a war has ended. Um, I know in other parts of the world and even in some um, cultures here in America, peace is used as a greeting, right? And when we see each other, peace be with you. Um, And um, I know my teens use this in a way like, oh, I peaced out, like I left, (laughs) I, I, whatever, you know, or peace out when they leave the house. Hey, mom, peace out. Like, okay, whatever. Um, So... That's an informal use of the word right there. But um, I, I, so I, I, I find the worldly definitions of peace very interesting. And as we explore these kind of two things today, Kathy, from our main verse in John, 20, in John 14, 27, peace I leave with you, peace I give you. I don't give it to you as the world gives. All right. And then this next part. So that's about peace and worldly peace and and the difference between that and the peace in Christ. And then do not let your hearts be troubled. That's a physical peace. And what kind of happens to our bodies when we're not experiencing that? So, Kath, um, take us through some biblical definitions of peace. You know, well, I think a lot of our listening friends will actually be familiar with this. You know, it's, it's, it's this Hebrew word, Shalom. And, you know, like you said, a lot of times peace can be a greeting for uh, the Jewish people. Shalom is a greeting and it is a farewell. Mm-hmm. And it, it actually means completeness, soundness and welfare. I love that. And completeness. Yeah, and and um, the the. The root word, which is, I believe it's shalem, it means to make amends or make whole or complete. Mm. And here's the incredible thing is that when we make peace, when we make shalom with God, 
we are making whole that relationship. We are making a soundness and a completeness. We are removing the animosity. We are removing the warfare. We are removing the conflict uh, in that relationship with um, with with God. I mean, basically through Jesus Christ, he takes on the penalty of our sin. He gives us complete forgiveness so that when God looks at us, he does not see that sin, but he sees uh, a unity in relationship, a wholeness in relationship, a completeness in relationship with him. So it's really interesting. We see a, a vastly different definition between what worldly peace is and what um, peace with God is. And I think that when we seek inner peace, um, the Bible tells us that inner peace refers to this state of being uh, spiritually at peace with God. And it is a, a peace that he says will cover our hearts and our minds. Mm-hmm. So it's a mental peace as well. And so, I mean, I think that um, we have enough knowledge and understanding to keep ourselves strong in the face of discord and stress. We can understand and wrap our heads, our hearts and our heads around what this peace with God is that he offers to us and that we can be in abiding relationship with him. And as we bring our troubles and our concerns with him, he will bring us that inner peace that covers our heart and it covers our mind through that relationship with Christ Jesus. Yeah. You know, if if being at peace is considered, you know, to be to be healthy uh, spiritually and mentally. And so I, I, I got to look at the opposite. You know, Kathy, I like to, to kind of look at things in a different way sometimes. The opposite of that would be stressed or anxious. If we're using, you know, common terminology today, anxiety, stress. I mean, how many times do we hear that on a day-to-day basis? And we seek inner peace through our relationship with Jesus. And um, a little bit later in our show, we'll, we'll talk about some practical ways. Uh, you've already talked about the, the most practical way, Kathy, prayer, and we'll get more into that in, in a little bit. But if peace is considered to be healthy and the opposite of being stressed or anxious, what actually happens inside of our bodies when we don't have this inner peace? Um, I, I was really thinking about this. And, you know, Kathy, when I was coaching college ball, it never failed, especially in my last four or five years of coaching. At some point during the season, something physical would start to happen to my body. One year, I got hives. Um, one year, um, I, I, I couldn't sleep. Um, one year, I had this weird tick in my eye where it would like, like pulse. My eye, some muscle or something in my eye would just constantly pulse. And it was incredibly annoying. Um, and I, I got to thinking about, like, why why was my body reacting like this? There was, there, I, I mean, I, the only explanation is that, that those times were incredibly stressful. Mm-hmm. And was I seeking God for my inner peace or was I trying to do everything of my own power and my own volition? Well, I think we know the answer to that. I mean, I was, you know, really seeking to, you know, I can do this, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But my body was literally having a physical reaction to the anxiety and the stress going on in my life. 
And I, I mean, when we have this anxiety, stress, and we're not seeking God on a day-to-day basis through prayer, some things that can happen to us inside our body, our nervous system, our endocrine system, our vascular and immune systems, they all interact with one another and have an adverse impact on our physical health. Not that we're consuming, you know, anything that that would harm us. We're literally not seeking Christ's face every day, and our body is having a physical reaction. Um, This mental wellness, it, it has a direct effect on our nervous system, on our immune system, and so sometimes I'd catch a little cold during the season, right? Um, I, I found this fascinating because all of these things are related, and a variety of health conditions can be can be linked to this idea of of not seeking the Lord on a on a daily basis. And I think Kathy, it's important for us to understand that I'm not saying that okay, we seek the Lord on a day to day basis, and we're in prayer that all of these things are going to go away, like we're magically going to be 100 percent healthy. That is not <laughs> what I am saying at all. But no, but you know. But it, it's exactly true what what you the point that you are making. You know, I did in my master's degree. I got a master's degree in international relations, and my uh, master's thesis was on um, stress and the ex, mm. and our expatriate workforce. Mm. And it was all about the that the most the highest failure rate among expatriates is due to the level of stress that they experience impacting their bodies physically mm. and they basically are just getting sick and coming home. Right. And so that the most, the, the way to increase the investment in our expatriate workforce is to prepare them for their overseas assignment to better prepare them so that when they step into it, they don't, one, they don't have as much stress, and two, they're able to effectively handle the stress where you teach them stress coping mechanisms. Um, you know, obviously, this was a secular university, so it was a secular paper. So mm-hmm. um, rather than prayer, we talked about meditation. Mm. But let me tell you, all through the Bible, David, King David, talks mm-hmm. about meditating on the word of God. Mm-hmm. And a meditative prayer is the most successful way to deal with stress and anxiety and to step into that abiding relationship with Jesus Christ to attain what we would say inner peace. And so I, I mean, it's exactly right on what you're saying. You know, when you, when you do have that inner peace, it has physical uh, manifestations. Mm -hmm. And um, while, you know, we, we still may get, cancer that yes. does happen mm-hmm. we still may go through bouts of a, a depression matter of fact mm-hmm. my mother says no one gets through this life without experiencing depression at least once mm-hmm. so that is a, you know it is part of living in a fallen world we don't mm-hmm. live in a perfect world now in heaven there will be no cancer there will be no depression mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to that mm-hmm. um but until uh, until until that point we do have a way to step into this inner peace that God does tell us will cover our hearts and minds in Jesus Christ. Well, and I love that, you know, God designed our bodies. He, he designed our bodies. He designed all of these systems in our body, and he designed our bodies to glorify him, right? 
And so if we just break it down into that, that just one simple thing and say, our, we are designed to bring him glory. Mm-hmm. And when we seek his face, our bodies react, right? And, you know, maybe it's, it's a mental reaction of, okay, I can think a little bit more clearly now that I've sought God's face. Or I can um, express joy um, a, a little more freely now that I have sought God's face, right? Um, so I just, I find it interesting that these things are so intertwined with the creator who made us, Um Again, Second Second Thessalonians three sixteen, the Lord of Peace wants to give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. Now, Kathy, it doesn't say like, oh, only in these you know certain circumstances. No, when we seek Him, He wants to give it to us in in every way. So, practically speaking, um, what what does this mean, right? Like, practically speaking, practical application, how do we experience this true and lasting inner peace in our lives on a daily basis, day to day? And I I, I, I want to take it back to prayer, but I also want to go back to this comment that you made about your mom. I think some of our listening friends know your mom, Kathy. She was on our show, gosh, it's probably been... A year and a half, two years ago now. I think so. Um, mm-hmm. That your mom blessed us um, on uh, by coming on our show. Your mom is a licensed counselor, has been a counselor for how long? Well, now over 30 years because she yeah. went back into practice. She, you know, she's retired. I joke with her. She's retired three times. Oh, my goodness. But she always gets calls um, from friends or, or you know, people within the, the justice system saying, you know, look, they have someone who really needs some some counseling or a pastor and, you know, that they just don't know anyone else who can really help them the way that she can help them. And they kind of do a little bit of begging. And so she'll take on another client. And then she goes, well, if I'm taking on one client, I, you know, I might as well take on two or three because I have to, you know, go go all the way down mm-hmm. and, and, and meet them. And but, so but she says that she she believes and it's been her experience that everybody um, at some point battles some type of depression and we, yeah. we may not put our finger on it at the time, but I can look back over the last, I, I don't know, five or six years and, and think about sometimes I was even saying this to my husband, Ashley, the other day, like I said, I think at that point in time, I was a little depressed and he was like, what, what are you, what are you talking yeah. about? And I, I said, you know, I, I think looking back, maybe that's why I had XYZ reaction or I I couldn't react or it was, you know, so hard. But I I really find that interesting. So, again, listening friends, we're not saying that, um, you know, you're not going to experience things that are that are difficult and hard when you're when you're seeking God's face. But we do want to say our bodies are physically lifted when we do seek God's face. Well, and I think the key to um, effectively dealing with depression is to deal with it before it becomes depression. Yeah. And, um, you know, I look at King David, who had a very difficult life, very, very difficult life, Mm -hmm. you know, living on the run, living in, in, in caves with these, you know, promises before him, as did, you know, Abraham always seeking after the, the promises and, um, 
they held on to God's word. They just said that that God's word gave them joy. God's word gave them peace. And in John 16, 33, Jesus himself says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, Mm -hmm. but take heart. I have overcome the world. And so, friends, I'm telling you, no matter what you are going through today, uh, no matter how difficult things can be, Christ has overcome the world. And he is telling you he will give you peace. There is Mm -hmm. peace in him, and you can take heart in that. Now, Mm -hmm. we're going to go to our final break before we get into our final segment. Friends, we have amazing sponsors. They can step in and uh, help you with the needs that you have, whether it be with your house or with your car, with your landscaping. Uh, Do pay attention to our sponsors. They've been faithful for 35 years, and they are just wonderful. When we get back, we're going to wrap up Christmas Peace, put a beautiful red bow on it, as Miss Evelyn might say. And you stay with us as we finish up Inner Peace at Christmas right after this. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Love Talk. Thank you for joining us today. I hope that you are experiencing the wonders and the glory and the majesty of this time of year as we celebrate the birth of our Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. What an amazing time of year this is. And I know, friends, that for many of us, this is it might be a trying time. Uh, social isolation, um, uh, job insecurity, financial obligations that we're struggling to fulfill, and many other things that naturally fill us with anxiety at this time of year. We can't escape those. But we can experience the peace of God in the midst of those. And I I firmly believe, I firmly believe this is through prayer and petition with thanksgiving. In Philippians 4, 6, and 7, uh, our friend Paul, Paul who wrote many things from jail, who experienced all kinds of afflictions, for preaching the word of God. And he was afflicted with something, Kathy, that we don't know what it was. God never took it from him. He called it a thorn in his side. Um, but we don't know what that was. We don't know if it was a some, tor- some physical malady. Um, but Paul had something that he struggled with his whole adult life. Um, maybe it was headaches. We, we just don't know. We have no idea what it was. Um, but through it all, even amidst those circumstances, Paul was filled and experienced the peace of God. In Philippians 4, 6, and 7, he says this, In nothing be anxious, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses every man's understanding, will guard your hearts and your thoughts in Christ Jesus. Again, this is the whole package here, Kathy. He's talking about guarding our hearts and allowing our spirits to be filled, allowing our mental and physical bodies to be um, filled with this peace of God through prayer and thanksgiving. 
Well, and Carrie, something that I have just discovered through, you know, this whole election cycle and, and everything that has, has come out of it, um, I found that I, I was getting pretty upset and pretty frustrated because the things mm-hmm. that I was seeing on mainstream, on, on legacy media were completely inconsistent with what I was um, seeing people uh, sign affidavits for and, and you know, witnesses were coming out against and, and statisticians, experts at MIT were showing, you know, look, here's what the numbers show, you know, mm-hmm. historically over the last hundred years. And so I was starting to get really frustrated. Well, what I did was I started to join every prayer call I could possibly mm-hmm. join. Mm-hmm. So Sunday nights, I would be on a prayer call. Wednesdays at 10 o'clock, I would be on a prayer call. Wednesday evenings at 6 p.m., I'd be on a prayer call. And something phenomenal happened. I got this incredible hope and joy and peace. And it was when I came together with that fellowship of believers, it just encouraged me like nothing I had ever really anticipated before. And so I think, you know, when we have fellowship with God, we are revived and refreshed. And God says, hey, I don't leave you out here on on your own. Mm-hmm. I have given you a fellowship of an entire family mm-hmm. that you can come together with. You can come together in prayer. You can come together in fellowship. You can gather with one another and you will experience that same hope and peace and joy within that body of believers, within that fellowship. And I will tell you, there is something about Christmas time that just I cannot wait to go to church and be with the family of believers to celebrate. And friends, maybe some of you are needing a little bit of celebration right now. Right. I will tell you, find a church that you can go to. Some churches meet Saturday nights. A lot of times there's not many crowds on a Saturday night. You can go on Sunday. All churches now have their um, services up on social media, or you can go on the website and you can actually go and step in and go join the church. A lot of churches have places if you, if you, um, you know, you can sit in a place where you can just wear a mask and kind of be separate, mm-hmm. um, or you can, you know, kind of go in and join in with, um, with other gatherings if, if you want to take that mask off for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I think it's important. I think that it's very important for us to re-engage with our churches, um, re-engage with our communities, um, and get back to talking with people about the love of Jesus. You know, Kathy, what I'm finding, and I holy cow, I, I think I have to learn lessons the hard way sometimes, um, and I wonder why my teens have to learn their lessons the hard way because their mom is like that. When we are so filled with um, just anxiousness or stress or anxiety and we just are hurrying and busy and, and all of that and we take our focus off of God, you know, we really are in a state where our bodies don't feel good and, and we just can't can't um, realign or refocus. And when we go to the Lord with prayer and thanksgiving, when we come out of that, our environment is probably still going to be the same. 
our circumstances are going to be the same. But our, but we are changed. And we can deal with that environment and those circumstances in a much more healthy way. That's you know, it's a, where the inner peace comes from. It is amazing what happens when you focus your eyes where they are meant to be focused. Yep. And the Bible tells us that if if we focus on the ends of the earth, we're going to experience uh, fear and anxiety. Mm-hmm. But if we focus our eyes on God, that is where we experience uh, peace and joy and hope. Mm-hmm. And so I, I agree, Carrie. I think so many times when you turn on a worship song, when you spend mm-hmm. time in prayer and petition, it refocuses your eyes, your mind, your spirit like nothing else can. Absolutely. You know, we we can turn our heart to him and pray, like you said, turn on, turn on a worship song, turn on a a podcast that's uplifting, that's, that's preaching the name of the Lord. And we call on his name. We sing to him. We talk to him through this fellowship with him. God becomes our true inner peace and rest. Not these other things that we've been trying to fill our lives with, But God becomes our true inner peace, our true rest, that much-needed antidote for our soul that can be troubled so easily. He's the antidote. As we're talking now about vaccines and all of these things, (laughs) God is our vaccine for that anxiety and that stress to come in and be and give us that true inner peace. Now, listening friends, you might be saying, well, what what is required to to become a Christian or, or to 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 experience this with the Lord? You know, it begins at the point of salvation, this new life when we take the plunge of faith and we say, "Lord, I'm giving it all to you." And if you're struggling right now with this inner peace where where you just you just don't know where to get it you don't know how to find it a sample prayer would be lord you are the eternal god of peace you are peace itself thank you for your promise to be my true inner peace you've promised that lord and i pray that you would fill me with that regardless of my environment and regardless of my circumstances. Keep me looking to you and fellowshipping with you. Come into my situation and you be my peace today. Lord, I love you and I thank you. Friends, that's true inner peace. That's when we turn and look to him. Right, Kath? That's exactly right, friends. And it's just as easy as admitting that you're a sinner. You accept that God loves you. You believe that Jesus Christ is God's son, that he died on the cross and rose again on the third day to offer us the free gift of salvation. And then you confess your faith in Christ and commit your life to loving him and knowing him. Share him with others. If you have confessed Christ, go and share him with others. Friends, and we would love to hear from you as well. You can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. We would, it would be our privilege to send you a Bible this Christmas. 
Christmas, that book that you can open and learn about him and step into um, his ways and understanding his heart for you. And friends, as always, you can join us um, by going in and stepping into our Facebook page at Love Talk Radio and letting us hear from you then. Um, we'd love to hear from your requests, what you might uh, be requesting that we cover in 2021. And how are you doing right now at Christmas? We'd love to hear from you right now um, during this Christmas time. Carrie, it's just been a fantastic year. I can't believe we only have three shows left of Love Talk. I know, I know. It, it's, it, it really has flown by when I look at everything that we've covered, all the interviews from this year, Kathy, and, and the teachings. It's just been an amazing journey. I'm so thankful for you and Miss Evelyn listening, friends. We want you to know that uh, Miss Evelyn is doing her absolute best to get back with us on Love Talk. She's getting on top of her health issues and we um, are praying for her each day so keep her in your thoughts and prayers and we hope to have miss evelyn back with us very very soon for miss evelyn and my beautiful friend kathy Indebrock, i am coach carrie brinkater and we will see you next time right here on love talk